Hi, I'm David Finnegan. I'm a writer, theatre artist and game designer who works with research scientists. This is a monthly audio series about how art and storytelling meets the world of complex systems, earth science and planetary transformation. When I started making art, I had a vision of the work I hoped to create. Unfortunately, I made a choice early on which guaranteed that I will never achieve that goal. And my dream was simple, to make an artwork that captures the huge global transformations taking place on the planet. A piece of art that expresses what's happening to the Earth at this moment in history. When I say what's happening to the Earth, I'm talking about the big changes over the last few thousand years. The sudden rise of one species of primate, which exploded in numbers and then destabilized the planet's biosphere. The unraveling of the world's ecosystems. Mass extinction, climate change, the scattering of nuclear radiation and plastic particles across the entire planet. The birth of cities. The creation of a single connected global ecosystem as humans transport animals all around the globe. The vanishing of an old world and the appearance of a new one and our scramble to stay alive amidst the chaos. These changes are huge and abstract, and it's hard for us to grasp them. Our brains weren't designed to grapple with huge numbers, with slow timeframes, with complex connections. What's happening to the planet is so vast and complex, it may be forever beyond human comprehension. Still, if we try hard, we can sometimes catch a glimpse of it. Art is a tool that helps us reach outside our normal understanding. A good artwork gives us access to worlds beyond the one we know. As an artist, I've always believed that art could be a lens to help people grasp this extraordinary moment in history we're living through. Now, if you want to create artwork about huge planetary systems, some art forms are better than others. Literature, both fiction and non-fiction, is good at world building. Visual and installation art are good at making abstract concepts tangible and real. Film and photography can capture literal snapshots from the front lines of global transformation. Unfortunately, I make theatre. And when it comes to illustrating large-scale change, theatre is the worst art form of all. Theatre is a relational art form. It's very good at showing things on a human scale. A theatre performance can capture the subtle interactions between human beings at the scale of individuals or families or communities. It's a perfect form to explore emotion and decision-making and conflict. It's absolutely terrible at capturing big abstract systems. So from one perspective, I picked the worst possible tool for the job I set out to do. If I'd been thinking logically when I chose my art form, I wouldn't have picked theatre. I should have set out to write literature or make installations or picked up a camera. But the truth is, as an artist, you don't really choose your form. In my case, I fell into theatre in high school. I met a community of people who were also passionate about it. I fell in love with the experience of making shows, with the feeling of performing to an audience, with the craft of making a live experience. I never made a logical decision to dedicate myself to theatre. It just drew me in. So, then, you don't get to pick your art form, but your art form determines the tools you have available to you. 
I want to tell stories about huge global transformations. But the tools I have are the tools of theater, and they're just not fit for the job. The result is that everything I make is a failure. As an example, the big project I'm working on at the moment is a series entitled You're Safe Till 2024. Over six years, musician Ruben Engel and I are creating a new show each year. Each show looks at a different aspect of climate and global change. For our first show in 2019, entitled You're Safe Till 2024 Pilot Episode, we spoke to 30 different scientists and asked each of them, what's the biggest change happening in the world today? From their answers, we made a kind of live documentary. We wanted to create a snapshot of the, the big changes happening in the world today. The explosion in the size and number of chickens over the last 70 years. The way that microplastics have saturated the planet and been found everywhere from the bottom of the Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean to fresh rainwater in the Colorado Rockies. The disruption of the nitrogen cycle, which has led to huge oceanic dead zones. But the part of the show that resonated with audiences wasn't any of the extraordinary facts we shared. What connected was the emotional story of a struggle to engage a stranger at a party in a conversation about the climate. All these incredible stories about the transforming planet became the backdrop for a human story about the failure to connect. So then from my perspective, a failure but an interesting failure. In trying and failing to do one thing, communicate the scope and scale of transformations of the planet, we managed to do something else, to tell a story about how it feels to live in this strange time. There are many ways that theatre restricts your ability to tell a story about climate and global change. For me, one of the key limitations of the art form is theatre's lack of scale. One of the key insights of climate and system science back in the 1970s was the need to look at the Earth system as a whole. You see, the way a lot of science works is that we take a piece out of the system and we study it in isolation. And this yields great insights, but we also miss something important because that piece of the puzzle doesn't behave the same way when we put it back. The whole Earth system has emergent properties that we can't understand by breaking them down into smaller components. The connection between pieces are as important as the pieces themselves. For me, theatre faces the same challenge in telling stories about the Earth. In a 60 or 90 minute theatre show, we can zoom in and look at one aspect of the whole. We can tell the story of one family, one community, one event but we miss the most important part of the story, which is how it all connects together. And this is similar in many ways to the fragmented way we digest news and media digitally. Learning about the world through an algorithmic news feed is a disorienting experience, trying to make sense of disconnected slivers of information. A 90-minute theatre show might be more focused than a 90-second TikTok, but when we're talking about something on the scale of the planet, they both fall drastically short. I've been dreaming for years of ways to get around this limitation, and it's led me, inevitably, to the world of durational performance. This is why the final episode in the You're Safe Till 2024 series will be an eight-hour show. Instead of trying to compress a huge global story into an hour or two, We'll give ourselves time to explore all the different parts of the picture and the critical connections between them. 
A durational theatre performance not only allows space for deeper and richer stories, it also creates a kind of immersion and demands a kind of surrender from its audience. It's the way you surrender dancing to an all-night DJ set or running in a marathon. It's the kind of immersion you experience swimming in the sea or standing in a rainstorm. It's an immersion and a surrender that's familiar to us from our experience every day, living at the bottom of an ocean of air on a planet whose biosphere is unraveling around us. Now, of course, simply making a long theater show is no guarantee of communicating anything new about global change. A durational show can succeed or fail just like any other art form. The only thing you can be certain you're gonna conjure up in long form work is exhaustion, which can be good or bad. Now, I'm excited for the possibilities of this show. I think it will be a special work and that it will go beyond anything I've been involved with up until now in capturing what's happening to the world. But it'll still fail. It will fail to capture the scale and scope of the extraordinary changes we're living through. It will fail to reveal the true nature of this strange moment in the planet's history. It will fail because every artwork fails. But artistic failure is a particular kind of failure. In the sciences, failure is also inevitable. Every scientific theory fails to capture the true nature of the world. But through a process of experimentation and review, over time, scientific theories become less wrong. They grow increasingly accurate as they zero in on the true nature of things. There's no less wrong in the arts. It's all wrong. And there's no final truth that artworks are converging on. But the failures themselves are interesting in their own way. And so a career built on failure after failure can be its own kind of success. 